everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time to say a big, huge thank you and hello to our newest premium channel subscribers. First up, we have Allison, who is seven years old and lives in Jefferson, Oregon. And two weeks ago, she finally earned enough money through doing chores to become a premium member. And she's been listening to the podcast for almost a year now, every night at bedtime and also during the day when she snuggles up on the couch with her pets. We also have the Gallagas from Ireland. We have Bob, we have Andrew, and Zoe. Hi guys! Sammy from Rhode Island who listens every day in the car on the way to school. And Georgie and her little sister Emily from Oregon who listen nightly before bed. Hello! And now it's time for today's story request. Hi, Lucy. We love your podcast so much that we recently became premium subscribers. Our daughter, Ananya, would like to make a story request. Ananya is seven years old and lives in Evanston, Illinois. She would like to request a story on this topic. Ananya goes to a magical kingdom to save a unicorn who gets lost. Now, this unicorn has special powers. It makes crystals and sweet donuts for everyone. It's not every day that you come across a cluster of fairies crying under a bush. But this is exactly what happened to Ananya. She'd been minding her own business whilst walking past the wood when she heard the noise, like the faint tinkling of bells. It was a noise that instantly stopped the moment her face appeared below the bush. The fairies were all stunned into silence. Oh, excuse me, said Ananya hurriedly. I didn't mean to disturb you. A human? said the first fairy. She's not supposed to see us, said a second. Well, it's a bit late now, sobbed a third. Um, may I ask, said Ananya politely, what is it that has got you all so upset? The first fairy sniffed and wiped her eyes. Well, I suppose it won't hurt to tell you, she said. You see, we've lost our friend. We were going to have a party in the woods and he was bringing the doughnuts. But now it's all ruined. Ananya was surprised that losing out on doughnuts was enough to make these fairies cry. Sad, perhaps, but not cry. Did your friend get lost nearby? asked Ananya. Maybe I could help you find him. The fairies looked at one another. We can't go where our friend has gone, said the second fairy. The princess won't let us. But you could go, said the third fairy, hopefully. I'll do my best, Ananya said with a smile. Is it far? The three fairies fluttered their wings and took Ananya to a small grassy patch between the trees, covered in blue flowers. 
As they stepped onto the grass, the air above the blue flowers began to shimmer, and a wide wooden door appeared. Ananya stood open-mouthed with surprise. The door only appears in the presence of magic folk, said the first fairy. Our friend is through there, added the second. Ananya reached the door's handle and gently pulled it open. A beautiful golden light flooded in from the other side. Oh, she said, stopping herself as she began to step through. What does your friend look like? Oh, he's easy to spot, said the third fairy. He's a unicorn. Good luck, said the first fairy with a wave. And before Ananya could think too much more about it, she was through the door and was closing it behind her. She found herself in the Garden of Castle. The door she'd just traveled through was set into a tall wall made from a pale yellow stone, with climbing roses and beautiful flowers reaching up all over it. The garden itself was gorgeous, full of neatly trimmed hedges in the shapes of various animals, colorful plants, and neatly trimmed grass. What there most certainly wasn't was a unicorn. However, what Ananya could see was a gardener digging amongst a flower bed a short distance away. He was a very short man, half Ananya's height, with a triangular gray beard and a short red pointy hat. Um, excuse me, said Ananya. I don't suppose you saw a unicorn around here, did you? The gardener stopped his digging and pushed his hat back on his head as he took in this strange intruder into the garden. Well, as a matter of fact, I did, he said. He crossed my lawn a few hours ago, heading towards the castle kitchens. Oh, perfect, Ananya said happily. I'll go and find him. Wait a minute, said the gardener, holding up his hand. You're not like a big fairy, are you? No, I'm not a fairy, reassured Ananya. Or a brownie, continued the small man. Nope, said Ananya. Or a goblin, said the gardener, squinting at her face. Most certainly not, she replied, with a hint of crossness in her voice. Oh, well, that's all right then, said the gardener, returning his attention to his flower bed. Because the princess doesn't like magical folk just wandering around her castle, gets you into all kinds of trouble, it does. Okay, said Ananya. Thank you for your help. She headed off towards the castle buildings and for the first time began to worry about what she'd got involved in. Because if the princess didn't like magical creatures, what might she have done with the unicorn? The castle kitchens were easy enough to find. Ananya passed through a hedge, trimmed into an arch, and found herself in a kitchen garden full of vegetables and fruit trees, and even a pigsty where the kitchen staff could dispose of their scraps. The doorway to the kitchen stood wide open, and there, coming through it, was a large green cyclops in an apron, carrying a wicker basket. Ah, uh, excuse me, asked Ananya. Have you seen a unicorn come by here? The cyclops stopped in her tracks and blinked her one large eye. Why, yes, I have, she said. 
The palace guards found a unicorn over there by the carrots and captured it. No doubt they've taken it to see the princess. Oh, dear, said Ananya. I hope I'm not too late. Say, said the Cyclops, looking at her suspiciously. You're not an elf, are you? No, not an elf, confirmed Ananya. Or a troll? inquired the Cyclops. Absolutely not, sniffed Ananya, feeling a little insulted. Oh, just checking, said the Cyclops, heading towards a greenhouse where tomatoes hung heavily from their vines. You don't want to end up being captured by palace guards, too. Nervously now, Ananya entered the kitchen. It was busy with people baking and chopping and stirring, and nobody paid her much attention as she passed through. Soon, she found herself in a wide passageway lit by thick, smoking candles. Picking a direction at random, she continued her search. After climbing two sets of stone steps and snaking along several corridors, Ananya came upon an enormous set of double doors. Two palace guards stood to attention on either side, wearing heavy-looking helmets and carrying long-handled weapons with sharp points. But before Ananya could speak to them, the double doors burst open, and a griffin came striding out, walking on his hind legs and wearing a long red robe. He stopped the moment he saw Ananya and peered at her from over his spectacles. Are you a pixie? he asked wearily. No, I'm not a pixie, said Ananya. Or a fairy, or a troll, or a phoenix, or a dragon. I'm just a girl. A human girl? asked the griffin. Very much so, confirmed Ananya. Then may I ask... What is a human girl doing wandering around in the princess's castle? Asked the griffin, straightening his back and crossing his arms. Well, I'm looking for a unicorn, explained Ananya. Have you seen one? What's going on? Screamed a voice from within the room on the other side of the doors. Oh, nothing, your highness, spluttered the griffin. Just a girl. A girl? Just a girl? screeched the voice. Bring her in here so I can see her. The griffin rolled his eyes and sighed. Oh, you'd better come with me, young lady. Ananya was led into a throne room draped with golden fabrics and lit by a thousand candles. Upon a tall golden throne, amongst a nest of crimson cushions, sat a plump girl of about Ananya's age, a thin gold crown upon her head, she was munching on a doughnut, and there, to the side of the throne, stood a unicorn, looking very sorry for himself. Who are you? snapped the princess, looking down at Ananya. Well, I'm not a troll or an elf, if that's what you're wondering, Ananya replied. Well, I can see that, barked the princess before popping the last of the doughnut into her mouth. She held her hand out to the unicorn and began snapping her fingers. To Ananya's amazement, the unicorn's horn glowed and a doughnut appeared, the horn poking up through its center. The unicorn tipped its head forward, allowing the doughnut to slide down and into the princess's grasping hand. What I really want to know, continued the princess, is why you're 
in my castle. And Anya watched as the princess took a huge mouthful of doughnut. Well, I'm looking for a unicorn, said Ananya. That unicorn, actually. The princess stopped. The doughnut, a cat's whisker away from reaching her lips. Is he your unicorn? she asked. Oh, no, replied Ananya. I don't think he's anybody's. He's just got lost, and I said I'd bring him back. The princess narrowed her eyes and glared down at Ananya. Well, you can't have him. He works for me now. Well, that hardly seems fair, Ananya answered. I mean, suppose he doesn't want to work for you. I'm the princess, shouted the princess suddenly. This is my castle and I'm in charge. And I say that all magical creatures must serve me. She crammed the rest of the doughnut into her mouth and immediately began snapping her fingers for another. Don't you like magical creatures? asked Ananya. What? What is that supposed to mean? snapped the princess as she snatched the next doughnut. Ananya looked at her thoughtfully. Well, why pick on magical creatures? Are you afraid of them or something? The griffin watched the exchange with growing interest. Piffle! screamed the princess, spraying doughnut crumbs everywhere. I'm not afraid of them. I just, I, I just think that, um, suddenly her face began to turn red and she clasped her free hand to her throat. Oh no, she's got a chunk of doughnut stuck in there, said Ananya, rushing forward. She's struggling to breathe. The princess slumped forward, falling to her knees in front of the throne. Ananya brought her hand down hard upon the princess's back, which dislodged the piece of dangerous doughnut. It went flying across the throne room, right past the griffin's nose. Wait a minute, said Ananya, looking at the kneeling princess. You look different. The palace guards, who had come through to see what all the fuss was about, the griffin and the unicorn, all stared at what was, a minute ago, a plump human girl in a golden crown. She was now blue, with purple hair and a pair of shimmering wings protruding from her back. The princess is a sprite, gasped the griffin. She's not a princess at all. She tricked us. The sprite's eyes darted from face to face in panic. Uh, I can explain. You see, she began, but instead of finishing her sentence, she spread her wings and flew away as fast as she could, the griffin and the palace guards chasing after her. Oh, well, I have to say I'm glad that's all over, said the unicorn. She wasn't very nice, was she? nodded Ananya. Your friends, the fairies, sent me. They said you were all going to have a party in the woods. Oh, yes, that's right, said the unicorn, brightening up. I'm bringing the doughnuts. That's my special power, you see. Ananya laughed as they began to cross the throne room. I'd guessed as much. She smiled. I could make crystals too, you know, said the unicorn proudly. But to be honest, most people just want my sweet doughnuts. Would you like one now? If it's okay with you, perhaps I could wait and join you at your party. Maybe I could have one then, Ananya suggested. Oh, that's a great idea, agreed the unicorn. It would be lovely to have you there. And so off they went 
through a chaotic castle of angry, magical creatures chasing a very worried-looking sprite to enjoy a woodland tea party with plenty of sweet donuts. The end.